Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, friends? I'm currently in a terrible mood because I've been trying to record this, and this is my fifth attempt at trying to figure out this software. I've had it for two weeks, and it's still miserable. I suck at gambling. I suck at podcasting because, as you can notice, or you will notice, I sound much better than I do now than when I recorded. Uh, It's because I put the mic above my head. For some idiotic reason, I did that. So I apologize for my sound quality. Um, in today's episode, we go over Atlanta, we talk a lot about the uh, cup race, we go over in detail um, some of the uh, events that happened in Stage 3, uh, just giving our takes on the rest of the season. Overall, Atlanta was a good race. Um, give a little bit about the Xfinity, we talk a lot about Kyle Busch's legacy and what that means um, to NASCAR that he's five, hunt- or five wins away from 200. Um, we also give some power rankings today. Um, we talk about uh, the teams as they stand currently. So, yeah, it's a good episode. Unfortunately, there is no Nolan, but uh, we managed to make it do. Me and Kevin handle it pretty well, so hope you guys enjoy. everyone today is february 26 2019 this is episode four of left turns and loud noises we are nolanless for this episode tonight he is watching a show that is in clearly that means the show takes precedence over us but it's, it's all good fine. we got kevin We're here right fine. next to me yeah hey guys the room is on fire and everything's fine yes oh wait no i'm sorry i'm just talking about hendrick motorsports not, not damn sports. <laughs> it's true uh, though Kevin welcome back two weeks and two races for you how was Atlanta it was pretty sweet to be honest I uh I never been there before I took uh six buddies to the first race and they all had a great time we uh do you think they're gonna start watching NASCAR more I based off of the people I went with week one um the the YouTube guys they said they actually watched the Atlanta race, and they're like, "Yo, wow, I actually have a new appreciation for this." So mm-hmm. hopefully that'll translate over. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a good race for them to get into. I mean, I just want to jump right into it. I think it was a pretty solid race. Um, you yeah, know, how was, was 
how was it in person? Because I know the broadcast itself, it showed some battles throughout, but because um, you had a constant like movement between the top three of either gaining or, or lap traffic also getting in the way, they didn't show many of the battles going on in the, um, outside of like the top ten. I was super glad to see the top lane still be viable. Mm-hmm. I was I was a little bit worried with the lower horsepower that everyone would just be stuck at the bottom, but now like Larson was making great use of it. Um, yeah, because Lasky made great use of it at the end. No, so it was it was really cool to see, and uh, just how the cars, especially at Atlanta, because you're we were sitting right uh, pit exit, so like you could see him go into turn one. How they just lean into the banking but drift up the track is just so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty uh, pretty dope seeing that. They yeah. they looked so loose though, like especially compared to most years. I know going through three and four, I believe it's the uh, humpy humpy uh, is it humpy wheeler um the bump in turns three and four. Is that what it's called? It's it is humpy wheeler is the guy I'm thinking of, right? It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that is the bump. It's either that or the Junior Johnson bump. But either way, okay. there's a bump in three and four, and you can clearly see. If a car hits that bump incorrectly, like if it's not like on the yellow line, it hits that bump. It can get the car very bent out of shape and like just have it coming up the track. I saw it three or four times during the race. I think Logano hit it um, middle of the race. Um, Harvick definitely was having issues. I know Harvick's mentioned it many times because of the re- like the lack of the repay. Yeah, I, I really love the track because it has attitude. It has. No, it was a great track. Um, definitely good to see multiple grooves. Yeah, hopefully we still get four or five more years out of this track with this pavement. I mean, obviously, you know, it's tough to have a track that's this old. You don't want to have a situation like Martinsville 2004 where the track is, like just breaks mid-race. But Yeah, I, mean, I think that's... They've done a good job with it, especially I think they've done a really good job with the Weeper situation, too, because <laughs> back when Texas uh, was pretty old service, that was like a huge reason they repaved and didn't wait, just because the Weeper situation in Atlanta. Yeah. Like, it rained Sunday morning. And there was no problems throughout the race. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they shout out to them, uh, the track workers, for doing a great job. Yeah. No, they did a, they did a fantastic job. I mean, watching the race on Saturday, you would have thought Sunday would have been a soaked track. I mean, that was weird, the, the conditions that we had. I did not actually get to see the truck race. I caught a little bit of the replay of it, but I didn't get to watch. I watched the Xfinity, and that looked like Silent Hill. The truck race was the first race I've ever watched where every camera angle, there was moisture on the cameras. No, that was the same with Xfinity, it felt like, honestly. It was, it was really weird. weird. Like, there was literally a red flag for mist. Cause the yeah, track it was like Pocono so and Busher. Yeah. One. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, shout out to, I guess, Kurt Busch for being the all-time uh, truck series win leader now. Yeah, Kyle, yeah. Um, right, so good for Kyle. He now is like the all-time. That's a big story, I guess. Kyle's the all-time uh, winner in Xfinity and Trucks now. And uh, he's, what, eight wins from 200 total? I think he's only five now. I think he's at 195. I still lost you there, Kyle. Uh, um, sorry, I think... I think Kyle? I don't know. Kyle Larson, <laughs> Kyle Busch. Yeah, too many Kyles <laughs> in my life. Um, I uh no, I think he's at one ninety five total, so I think he's only five away. Okay. Well yeah. do you consider his two hundred to be like on the level of Petty's two hundred? Because obviously, you know, we're never gonna see two hundred wins in like cup series because there's only thirty six races. Yeah. 
And unless a driver wins 30 races a year, it's, it's very unlikely we'll ever see that again. Even 100 I, is difficult. Like, I'm trying to think where the level is for him to reach. With like, Kyle, for me, it's too easy for him to win these races. Like, Obviously, it was too easy for, Kyle, for Richard Petty back in the day at certain tracks. I mean, I, I feel like he's won so many races where he lapped the entire field three times. But like, Yeah. You know, I, I mean, think... If I had to put his total wins and like a formula to compare him to other drivers, I think his when he gets to 200 total, it'll be more impressive than uh, let's say a cup driver with like 70 ish wins. So most of the um, the competitors all time in NASCAR, pretty much all but like six. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to say because I think Mount Rushmore of NASCAR, in my opinion, but he's definitely a guy that you have to think, like, like say he wins another championship and say he does finally get the Daytona 500, like you have to then consider him top four all time in the sport. I agree. I think it's so weird because like Ern Dale Senior has seventy six or had seventy six. Seventy six was good. I don't think what Kyle, I think when Kyle gets to two hundred. It's close to that level, but I think Earnhardt's just better right now just because of his championships. That's the one thing Kyle Busch, uh, I think, has lacking for him. Like, yeah, he has so many wins across the series, but he only has one cup championship in, what, one or two Xfinity series? I don't know how many Xfinity Series championships he has because he honestly should have more just on, like, the fact that he wins so much. Yeah. But he doesn't run full seasons. No. He doesn't get point. He, I think they stopped giving him points after, um, like what? I think that changed in 2013 when you couldn't get points for like. Yeah, you can series. only declare for one point. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard so many people give rumors that oh, he's gonna just like quit racing um, cup and like just go down in the lower series and just you know focus on that. And I'm like, why? The only way I could see him doing that is if like he is done with cup. Or he's not competing at the level that he wants to be, but he still wants to be in the sport. Then I can see him doing that because as yeah. if no one else does it, he would be the first uh, driver. If he wants cut or if he wins Truck Series Championship, he would be the first driver to have three championships in all series. I mean, I, I, that is one of the things that he wants, and I don't yeah. blame him. Like, like you want to yeah. just strive for the, want to do things that other people have a hard time being able to to catch you. So yeah. I mean. Honestly, though, I don't think he would go for it unless the one race uh, take all championship. Yeah, there. just because there's so cool. much that can happen, and what like one bad pit stop at the end of the race can cost you a championship. And I feel like he actually he was running at least over fifty percent of the races up until um, twenty seventeen when I, I believe wow. they had to cap it. Um, he has 92 wins in 345 races. Senior actually ran 136 Xfinity races, Bush Series, or Grand National back in the day. Um, he has 21 wins, never ran a full season. Just kind of dicked around down there. I mean, he didn't I really know he had that many wins in that series, to be honest. Well, he only had one incredible season where it was like he stood out. He ran 11 races in 86, had five wins, nine top fives, nine top tens. And led 1,700 laps. Hmm. Actually finished 25th in the point standings that year. 
Yeah, I don't know. The big uh, argument, it just the competition level now is just so much higher. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean that like that's why I think I'm not gonna say his two hundred I mean you have backmarkers still obviously in Xfinity that are never gonna compete for a yeah. top ten, but like I feel like even those guys probably could still outrun some of the backmarkers from back then. Yeah. You know? Like Richard Petty's his cup wins in like the sixties or was what like five guys on the lead lap maybe? Back in what, sixty five at Darlington, Ned Jarrett won the race by fourteen laps. I remember like, hearing that. Yeah, that's absurd. Like, at what point yeah. did they just like not call the race? Like, exactly. I don't even know if the fans knew what was going on at that. Yeah, they were probably just like, "Oh, sure, it's over. Why not?" Yeah, yeah I don't know <laughs> what would happen today if a driver won a race by fourteen laps. NASCAR would shit its pants and just immediately make a rule change, or probably yeah, get driver out like. I You're think, honestly, at that point, they'd probably implement the caution clock, but have it to where it's like a five-minute oh, clock. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so let's hope that never happens. And it doesn't look like it's going to be happening no. anytime soon. The package honestly kept the racing sort of close. I mean, there was – we almost – I know that Jeff kept screaming that, oh, it's a side-by-side finish. It wasn't a side-by-side finish. I, I guess we have new meaning to that, but, I mean – the cars were closer, they got good runs, and I really liked how the momentum was able to actually work in the favor of the drivers behind rather than the leader just getting out and hauling away like we normally see at a mile and a half. Yeah, um, the Obviously, whole... tires came into play. You know, most tracks, like I said, like Atlanta, are not going to be, you know, as ridiculous on tire wear. I mean, Logano had two loose wheels on the final stretch. Like, that's just oh, he had two? making a mistake. Yeah, so I actually asked, like, why Logano pitted oh, on wow. coming to the white flag, and it's because he had another loose wheel, and he was freaking yeah. out on the, on the radio, apparently, or someone just told him. I thought it was because he was, like, he had new tires, and he was catching up the lead, and they didn't want him interfering with um, Keselowski. Keselowski, that makes sense, yeah. Which I thought, but I would think that he'd back off, not just straight up hit, you know? Yeah, huh. No, I noticed yeah. he had the first one. Same with Blaney, too. And what, Hemrick as we well? Had so many, yeah, Hemrick was having a great run. We had so many cars just like have top tire five. issues. Um, I mentioned at one point in our group chat, I mean, Priest, Busher, and uh, and Hemrick all just like 8, 9, 10, and immediately five laps later, Priest gets into an accident on pit road, which uh, I'll get was, into that with you in yeah. a second. And then Hemrick <laughs> blows a tire about 30 laps later. Um, Busher finished top 10, though, so I believe Yeah, he, he had a great run. And he started, so, what, 30th? Yeah, I'm looking yeah. right now. Um, Busher finished ninth. He started 30th. Jeez. Uh, that's just like, I mean, he was the best uh, of, like, the cars to move up the field. Like, no one else really, um, oh, this is hilarious. 13, 14, 15, 17 all pretty much started where they finished. Like, Newman, nice. Menard, Bowman, and Byron. Yeah. <laughs> that's about where I expect him to finish all season. Yeah, too. pretty much. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Busher had a great run, and Almirola, for all the troubles that he was having, he finishes eighth. Um, Kyle had a speeding penalty, I believe, didn't he? Yeah, that's what's Yeah, Kyle him. finishes sixth. Oh, um, I thought you meant Larson. Oh, no, no. Larson uh, ended up in 12th, which was so unfortunate, because I thought this was Larson's race. And I, I remember uh, I sort of picked him, sort of didn't, but, you know, I, at one point my, my favorites were 1-2, and I was very excited, and... Um, it all went downhill. Did I lose you? Uh, no, kind of. Oh. You were going in and out, but you're good now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you look at some of these uh, at the top ten. I didn't even realize Suarez got a top ten, so good for him. 
Yeah, all Stuart Haas cars finished in the top ten. Yeah. Wow. That's actually really good for Stuart Haas, especially after yeah. like the, the the bad luck they had last week with um, Almirola getting in, involved in the accident. Oh yeah, every Warrior, car. I'm Martin. pretty sure every car for Stuart Haas did not finish last week. Yeah, Suarez or also Daytona. was in that accident. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much no one finished Daytona. And then Harvick, yeah, and the, yeah. I don't think a single Stuart Haas car finished Daytona. So I mean, that's a great rebound, and oh, I yeah. would expect to see this in mile and a half all year. Yeah. It's just Stuart Haas just there. So good on them. You know, Boyer getting a top five is really nice there. But a lot of them, of course, they had the um, benefit of drivers having incidents in the last thirty laps. Logano was like one of the big ones. He was making a good run there too. Yeah. Um, Going back to Stuart Haas though for a sec, I expect a little bit more out of Boyer. Like I know we got a top five, but yeah, I guess he should just finish second or first. You know, I mean, yeah, like he led every practice and every qualifying session except for the last one where he qualified third, anyways. But like I, I expect, I thought he was the favorite going in. I mean, I can never really put Boyer as a favorite on a mile and a half, especially if Harvick's his teammate. Like, That's we'll true. see. I mean, maybe he, he'll get better. I mean, the top five is still very solid. And, yeah. you know, um, we got Las Vegas next week. So, um, you know, maybe he'll have a good race there. We'll we'll see. I think that's probably, like, I don't want to get into picks until next uh, next episode. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely got my eye on Almirola for this race. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, going back to Atlanta. Um, you know, overall, I, what, what would you rate that race? Because I honestly thought it was really solid. I give it an eight. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, I, there I, was okay. a lot of leaders, uh, a lot of lead changes, especially during green flag runs. Um, it seemed like it was just easier to have like just good runs, and you know, just you were able to have better battles than years past. It felt like almost. Yeah, I the weirdest take I have come across um during my time of bringing a fan or bringing someone to a track was i asked my friends or one of my friends what their favorite stage was and they said their favorite stage was stage two and i've never heard anyone ever say stage two was their favorite stage that's wild honestly yeah like that whole it was the whole thing was larson and harvick just battling the entire time I mean, I mean Larson racing, got out honestly. ahead for a while, but then Harvick came back and then passed him for the lead, and then a lap later, Larson came back on him and got yeah, him no. for another couple, Larson and Harvick ended up winning, but yeah. Larson had a fast car, especially on restarts, Larson had a fast car, but it was like, his car was great on the on the, um, on the the restarts, and I think he just would wear his tires out too much, um, Yeah, and, and it, it's the reason why Harvick kept catching him. And I, and I noticed on the radio, um, Martin kept saying he had a fast car at the end of both stage one and stage two. I, I, was Martin battling for the lead in stage one, or was that stage two? Uh, the lead? Yeah, Martin, Martin was battling was... for a stage win there. Um... I mean, obviously, Martin was battling for the win itself. I mean, I thought yeah. he was going to get it. It might have been stage one, because I'm pretty sure... Yeah, no, it was stage one. He finished second, if I remember okay. correctly. Yeah. Martin honestly had a great like long run car. Right. You expect that from veterans. You expect them to be able to save their tires, especially in situations like this. Like the veterans were making smart moves, and that's why you saw rookies and younger guys having tire issues. It was um, just experience versus uh, youth and skill, I guess. I mean, yeah. Good on good on those guys. 
I, I honestly thought that Martin was going to win that race. I, I mean, shouts out Brad Keselowski for putting up with it. I thought that, like, he looked so done in those interviews. Like, he just wanted to get out of there. Yeah, that entire final, like, 10 laps, I kept just thinking about uh, the Vegas, the only Vegas race back in 2017 where Keselowski had it, and then, uh, what, he had a car, problem with his car and Truex passed him with, like, two to go. Mm-hmm. I was ready for a repeat of that, but then Keselowski held off. Yeah, that was that was setting up to be a fantastic finish. It was a shame they couldn't go side by side. I don't even think that the old package would even get close to. Uh, no, a people race are like, like oh, that. with the old package, you know, you would have seen it now. Kozlowski. I mean, uh, Stenhouse. What, what's going back to that? What do you this whole Stenhouse Truex thing? What, what's your philosophy on that? What was it? So Truex was saying he would have won it if Stenhouse would have let him by because Stenhouse was a lap down. Oh yeah, no, I think Truex was just finding something to complain about. I agree. Which like, is very funny. I don't understand why he's complaining so much. Like, I get it. Like, you know, Stenhouse got in the way, but I mean, what do you want him to do? Do you want him to just completely stop on the brakes, get out of the way, and just yeah, allow I never you all to do your thing? Like, I mean, it happens. Lap cars constantly get in the way. I mean, isn't a lap car the reason that Harvick was able to catch Jeff Gordon in two thousand one? Like, I'm pretty certain that there was a race at Atlanta. Either it was like Nadu and Labonte or it was Harvick and Gordon where a lap car got in the way for a second and it caused one of the cars to catch back up. Yeah, I don't personally remember, but that sounds like a... I mean, it happens. It's, it's, there's, yeah, yeah. 30, there's 34 running cars at the end. Like, you know, someone's yeah. going to be there. It's, I think my just, thing is with the whole lap car thing, if you're in the lucky dog spot, you should not concede anything. Even if the next car behind you is straight away back, mm-hmm. if someone else gets lapped, you want to be as close as them to catch them. So you shouldn't give up any time at all. Exactly. I think if you're exactly. like three you never or four know what a caution is going to come out. You never, especially late in race situations, you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. There. I've seen I so think many if you're races like where three to four laps down. Then you give up your spot, but no, exactly. Like if you're in a situation where you're like Bubba, or like you're just really out of it or something, and I'll get to Bubba in a second. Um, just you know, if you're really out of it, like yeah, just give up the position. But I mean, if you're if you have the chance for a lucky dog, like especially late in race when you know that cars are having tire issues, you you've already literally seen Daniel Hemrick's car like give up, and yeah. I who else was it was Blaney? Blaney's tire was shredded mm-hmm. also, like. You just, you, you can't give up. And I get it, Truex is upset. He feels like, you know, everyone's against him. And it's not true. Like, I love Martin Truex Jr. I'm, I'm a big fan. Like, I really want to see him succeed. But I hate when he does this. And, yeah. You know, if he, he he probably should have gone high in um, one and two with two to go. I think that was where he absolutely screwed himself. He was trying not to follow um, Keselowski. And Keselowski just got such a good run. And after that, I was like, yeah, I don't. I don't honestly know how in the world like Truex is going to catch him at this point. Yeah, it was it was really fun watching him run him down, but yeah, I yeah, it, it was great. But I mean, again, tires, it's just it's tough. Keselowski just had to run a smart race at the end, and like Keselowski is one of the smartest racers in the sport. I I wouldn't put it past him to hold on to a lead late in the race, but you never know. Yeah, yeah, he's, not he's to definitely uh... matured. Not to flex or anything, but I think if we uh, look back at the third podcast that we've done, I predicted Kozlowski to take the, the win. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. You did better. You did a lot better than I did. But we'll see about our picks on Friday. So Yeah. I'm not going to. I'll let you have it. Congratulations on picking Kozlowski. I'll clap. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Taking a, a bow right now.
I mean, you got... Did you pick Harvick, or was that Nolan? Nolan picked Harvick. All right, well, he got stage one out of it. Congratulations on getting the stage one, Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, hey, I got a stage one, then. If I p- technically picked Larson, but didn't pick Larson. Wait, what? Oh, my God, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, my friend just um, texted my group chat that he's losing in Madden 52 to 13 after beating. Oh my god! Last time, yeah, I, I figured this was gonna happen. The guy was very upset with his last loss, so Jeez. he beat me um, 56 to uh, 21. So I mean, I, I was expecting something bad. Your friend should stop playing Madden. <laughs> I'm gonna stop playing Madden. I, I, I had, I hate that game. I, I wish that EA Sports would just stop making football games and go back to making NASCAR. I, the last Madden game I bought was Madden 13, and I regret it so much because I traded in my PS2 to get enough money. Uh, that, that wasn't... Calvin Johnson? Oh, Megatron, of course. Megatron, yeah, uh, Peyton Hill was 2012. That was, a... that, was a... that was a weird time. God, that's trash. Yeah. Anyways, um, okay, so I want to talk about, um, the incident with Priest and, um, McLeod. It was McLeod, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, from the... I don't know how it looked from your angle. Did you see it after, or were you watching... Oh, I saw it during. I was watching Priest come down. I was, like... I was just focused on him, because I, I like Priest. I, like I was pulling for him. Stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely stopped. He definitely was going... Like, pit road speed's 55. It looked like he was going 30. Yeah. And, like, with leaders pitting right there, like, you need, like, I don't know if they use walkie-talkies instead of, like, a radio in their, like, um, helmets there for, for McLeod and Rick Ware Racing, but that was just complete, like, I understand Priest, like, and I, I, I respect Priest, honestly, for taking it on, like, himself and, like, just, like, making it, like, I messed up, and rather than blaming a back marker, shouts out Shurex, yeah, but, <laughs> it's mostly McLeod's fault for just, Slowing down, he had five stalls he could have gotten into, or yeah. like that he he was getting to. I'm sorry, he had space. He's on the outside when cars are pitting. I assume like it's it's formality to stay out there, but when you are alone on the pits and or you have cars coming out, you want to give them as much space as physically possible. I just feel so bad for Priest because he could have had a top like a top six, top top eight race. I mean like. You know, imagine a season starting out like that two top tens rookie season, like you're, you, and you're with a team that's, you're basically overachieving. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, he, I, I mean, that's two races now, and the two races this season that Rick Ware Racing's had an impact on the race, which kind of, it's so unfortunate. I mean, I get that everyone's out there that you got your own agenda, but like, Daytona was a freak accident. Like, that's, getting into the pits at the way is just, very, very difficult. So, I mean, I can understand that one. This one was just an unfortunate circumstance. And just poor communication all around by Rick Ware Racing. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's what happens when you have these um, pay-to-play drivers. Like, it just happens like that, and all of a sudden, you got guys who are actually, you know, in contention for a great finish that need the points. I mean, like, Priest went from running 7th to finishing 35th and getting 2 points. Yeah. No, like, that's, that's killer. Like, that could yeah. really affect him, like, in come September when he's, like, looking to get into the chase, and or, I'm sorry, August, and, 
and, and the points are there, and he's just got to like go out there and try and win at Watkins Glen. He's got to go do like crazy um, strategies at Bristol. Like, I mean, I'm hoping that Priest can get it done at some point in the season. He's showing that he has speed, but. I mean, yeah, I think JTG. That's not a team that's going to go out there and set the world on fire. He's going to need a little help. Yeah, I think, and we'll get, we'll probably get into it later. But I think, oh, for sure. Uh, what's JTG Daughtery Racing is the second best Chevy team right now. Okay, I'm very curious to see who's the first. Then <laughs> I have a feeling who's the first, and I swear to God, if the third one is who. I I think it is. Yep. We're gonna have a lot of upset. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're gonna have a lot of upset fans. Um. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, closing thoughts on Atlanta. Um. I. I mean, we both gave it eights out of ten. I can that no one will probably be around the same. Um. Yeah. Like I. I still think for 2020 they because with the whole schedule change, I think they would benefit from a later race day. Like it was perfect yes. weather. Don't get me wrong. Like at the race, I was what like, was this it, was like amazing. It was like 62 and sunny. It was beautiful. Oh but my god, that's perfect. That's pretty rare for them. Like it rained that. No, morning. I know it's the day no. before was not great. So I think if they moved it to like middle March, that would be very beneficial. No, these are the best conditions that Atlanta's had. Yeah. In a minute, it feels like. Yeah, like do the West Coast swing if you're if you want to keep that right after Daytona, and then go back to Atlanta. They used to have Atlanta as the fourth race of the season, and I really liked that. It was like, yeah, I thought that was great. I'm trying to think actually what the schedule used to be. It was like Daytona, Rockingham, Vegas, Atlanta to start the season. It was just like the right amount because you had Daytona, you had the craziness that would ensue. Rockingham's like the mile track and gives the guys like. The complete opposite of Daytona, mm-hmm. more fast. And Las Vegas, back in the day when it had no curve, it was just a tough on your tires. Like, you gotta endure the heat. And then come to Atlanta, and it's just fast racing and strategy. And Hotlanta. Hold on. Hotlanta. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. one more thing. Can we please get rid of the stigma of great Atlanta finishes? Because we've only, like, this was a good finish, but it ha- it's so rare. It's like the last photo finish was 15 years ago. This was, at least what I can remember, this was the it, closest it Atlanta the closest finish since, since, since Johnson 2001? No. Oh, I know. Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they yeah. always show that. And they're just like, oh, we're setting up for another great photo finish. It's like, Jeff, we've only had three great photo finishes yeah. at Atlanta. Now, don't, don't get me think... wrong, they're some of the greatest finishes of all time, but like, you gotta just calm down. Oh, oh, sweet. I'm sorry to cut you off. Wisconsin's down by five. I got them minus two and a half. So, for anyone listening, I am a degenerate gambler, and I have Wisconsin two and a half. And if I start like spazzing, it's because of the game. I I think which will be over by the time this is released. <laughs> this is just a more of a nitpicky thing. I don't think TV should show highlights from races that are more than five years ago because you really cannot <laughs> compare what's I, don't know, I love when they show the keselowski flip it's just like oh yeah i know brad almost fucking died like, oh yeah i know if he would have landed like a little bit more on that a post it could have caved in and yeah exactly like he could have gone to the cash fence like fans could hurt but now let's just keep showing this horrific yeah act. and like that no, wait did they show that on the broadcast they showed it on the broadcast twice the the cars literally cannot do yeah. it anymore that was all due to oh, the way no, that was that was so that was not the first car of tomorrow flip, but it was the first like. Oh, non super speedway. 
because uh, Auto Club was the first one. Oh yeah, but it that was more like it was that wasn't due like to the uh, got, Hornish got under him. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't due to the car per se. That was just like no, no, no. that was just yeah. an accident. Yeah, that wasn't because of the way the car was designed. Now the Keselowski one will we'll never see anything like that again. I hope. No. We yeah, no, that's you don't need cars getting turned over at one sixty. I was watching a video last night about um, NASCAR Heat Three online and. I was racing in Martinsville, and every lap, there's cars just doing 15 barrel rolls into the stands, and I'm like, "Well, thank God, <laughs> thank Jesus. God, this doesn't happen in real life." Especially at Martinsville, yeah. that's that's actually pretty impressive. It's literally no longer a NASCAR race; it's Battle Royale, isn't yeah. it? Oh my God! So, all right, um, the Xfinity race, uh, Christopher Bell, um, he he gets it done. He gets the job done. He. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we all say going playoffs. for our predictions for that race? Just one and out, Christopher Bell. Christopher. I said Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, and um, John Hunter Nemechek were my picks. And That's right. Custer and uh, and Bell finished one two, I believe. Very nice. Yeah, I just said Christopher Bell. I don't like same. Honestly, same for Vegas. I know we're not making our predictions this video, but just one and out, Christopher Bell, man. Yeah, Christopher Bell is normally gonna get it done. Yeah. Um, I want to look at the results real quick, just so I know what I'm talking about. I mean. This is an overall just dominant race by Toyota. I don't expect to... I expect this to be Gibbs versus um, Junior the entire season. Yeah. Um, Our Brandon Jones is up there. Get in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brandon Jones, another top five finish. I mean, uh-huh. dude, he's, he's going to get it done. Like, don't be surprised when Brandon Jones is a winner. Is he leading points? I can look at standings in a second. I just okay. want to see this. So, yeah, it was Bell, Custer, Allgaier, Jones, Reddick. Oh, I want to give a shout-out to Jeffrey Earnhardt. Career-best finish, first career top 10 in any top series, I believe. So Really? I, mean, I believe I so, yeah. That. I don't think he's ever gotten a top 10 in one of the top three series. I'm sure yeah. he's gotten one in one of the lower series. But, I mean, shouts out Jeffrey. I mean, yeah. like, you know, everyone shits on him for being like, oh, is he's just... Living off his grandpa's name, you know, he's just a, a, a an Earnhardt without talent. He's he just showed that he can at least like you know hang on for a top finish. And I mean, you know, you gotta love the smirk. It's just it's <laughs> cocky, but you like I love it. It's great. Um, he was second on the final restart, but he started on the outside lane. So I apologize. He has a top ten in trucks. He got one in two thousand eleven. So, but this was his first top ten in Xfinity. This was his sixty eighth race. Um, right. You know, I mean, this is—it's just awesome to see that he had—he's getting this opportunity, getting stuff done. Yes, I know the last restart he had an opportunity, but I mean, he's gonna learn. He's gonna figure it out. The 18 car is too good not to compete. So yeah. I mean, Jeffrey's gonna continue to learn, and this is what the whole point of putting him in that car is, yeah. so that he can eventually get better and hopefully maybe find a ride. I mean, you know, I'd love to see Jeffrey get a win. Did you see he's running two uh, two cup races this year with JGR cars? Like not for JGR, but it's JGR prep. Uh, I assume it's probably the seventy-seven. It's the no, it's the eighty-one. It's a brand new team, but it's oh. it's going to be prepped by JGR. It's just under a different team name. But no, yeah, that's good. I'm glad to see new numbers in in the top series. Yeah, no, but both both of, both of his races are at a Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of the 77, Reed, Reed Sorensen is going to drive it at, at Las Vegas. I mean, yeah, I saw that. Good. I forgot no, about that. I mean, we so. just need more cars out there. I, 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 it's really upsetting that we only have seven. I've, I've never been a big uh, car count guy as long as cars are competitive. Like, 
I mean, there there definitely is a certain threshold. Like, I wouldn't want to see below yeah thirty to start a race, but like my OCD and like my low key OCD is like I want forty race. What's I the uh? What's that one? What's like the IndyCar series? That's not in like the lower series for them. Formula E, sure. No, no, not that. The uh, oh, um. They have it, the, it used to be called like the Eyes on Acura series or something. Is it is it Indy Lights? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. I so they have like Indy I'm pretty sure last year they only had eight cars, and that's oh, that's that's sad. disgusting. Dude, that's almost as low as like IROC. That's not even a series at that point. That's just no. eight drivers. That's just kind of like hey, here's some here's some experience for you in the future. You know that though they do bring a lot to the 500. Like during that weekend, they have an Indy Lights race. And I think they get 20 guys out there for that, so that's at least something. I mean, IndyCar is so hard to get that experience. Like, most of those drivers start racing in um, go-karts. Yeah. And obviously, it's not going to be the same when you're in IndyCar. I mean, like, Indy Lights is going to get close enough. That you, I believe they get the, the body straight from Honda. So at least, like, you know, it's a it's a developmental series. Because I don't want to see guys out in the IndyCar series who are not experienced because you get a situation like... Um, with Davidson in 2017, I believe, where it's just a car that's slow and in the way of the leaders and took out a, a, a contender in early in the race. Oh, was that the Scott Dixon? What? No, it wasn't the Scott Dixon crash. Um, was it? No, it was... Yeah, it was that year, I think, because I remember the Scott Dixon crash was wild because that was I went to a music festival that day and I left for it after the race um, ended, but... Yeah, that we we tuned in right when the Dixon crash happened, and wow. I was just like, "Oh yeah, no, that <laughs> doesn't normally happen in Indy cars." But you never know. Yeah. Just, oh shit! Wisconsin took the lead. I didn't even realize. I didn't realize this, but they're now up five or four. Let's go. Nice. Let's go. Beautiful. Only All a right. ten point swing right there, right? Yeah, they were down by ten like four minutes ago. I thought it was over. Not bad. I I I love hate gambling on college basketball. It's, <laughs> it's the worst. Um. Okay, so we talk about Jeffrey. Um, I just want to see these guys get experience. That's the moral yeah. of the story. Um, I want to see the standings. Get out of here. Show me the standings. Okay, so in Xfinity right now, Christopher Bell is your um leader by points. He has ninety nine, and then Jones okay. five, and then and then Harris. Jones all it then goes Algar, Ruddick, Custer, Cindric. Jeffrey and then Michael and that's an eighth now. Did you say Jones is second? Jones is second, yeah. Wow. I'm telling that's, you, man, this yeah. is the year. Alright. Like, I'm, I'm gonna ride I've been riding this train for three years ever since he was in trucks. And I'm gonna continue to ride this train. The man's gonna win a race. Just, Good for him. I, I'm circling Bristol on my calendar. Yeah, like that, that, right that's the race. That's the race. I could I don't know, man, like you can name I mean, a I say that track. Bell's probably gonna you, Yeah, you can name a certain track, and unless it's a road course, I'm gonna be honestly Christopher Bell's winning that race. So one of them said that the um the uh, was it who was in the booth this week? It was oh it was Jimmy and um and uh, was it Joey? Jimmy? Harvick was Harvick in the booth? Yeah. Okay. They did a fantastic job. I, I, I mean, I still am on board that Jimmy's a robot, but Jimmy's a fine robot. In the, I, I actually like him. And he's fine. He's not a chase um, robot. He's a... 
Oh, Chase is just such a boring. But Chase is yeah. young. He has time to learn. Eh? He's a driver. Jimmy yeah. is getting to the tail end of his career where he's going to have to find something. Something um, else to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll just keep running marathons. What are we talking about here? Yeah, that's true. He's going to, like, I, I'm going to be watching the Olympics one day and Jimmy Johnson's going to win an Olympic medal. And I'm <laughs> like, damn, second NASCAR driver to do it. Second NASCAR champion, sorry. Who was the uh, first? Jeff Bodine. He's an Olympic gold medalist for bobsledding. No way. Yeah, I believe I am. Yeah, let me, let me just double check that before I give him credit. Um, Oh, no. First thing pops up is truck crash. I'm not surprised. Uh, gold yeah, gold. that's fair. I watched an interview about that with him and um, Dr. Jerry Punch, and he was just surprising that he was alive. Yeah. Um. Oh, I think he built the bobsleds. I'm sorry. Okay. I was gonna say, like, I yeah, that's, a, that's an amazing car. I mean, okay. <laughs> He won three medals in the 2002 Olympic gold medals. And... Oh, yeah, no. Okay, so in 2010, they piloted a, um, a Bodine, it's Bodine, it's spelled B-O-D-Y-N, bobsled, named Night Train of Gold. Nice. Um, I mean, look, I, I'm, every day that Jeffrey Bodine is alive, and blessing. Yeah. The man should have died that day. Yeah. I don't know I if agree. you've seen the pictures of his body just kind of like flailing around in the car. That's one of the scariest things I've ever seen. I, 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 uh, just the broadcast. Like, obviously, I wasn't. Oh, they didn't even show a replay of that. Like, I'm glad they didn't show a replay of that. Well, yeah, I've like, seen replays like, of the broadcast, and the, and the announcers are just like everyone, just like start praying. So somber. Yeah. It yeah. Was crazy. All right. Um, so we can, are we good on expanding? Pretty much covered most of that. Yeah, anything else? I actually didn't get a chance to watch the race. I, I just saw the highlights. Did you watch the trucks? Yeah, I watched the trucks. Okay, cool. So we'll have you talk more about that then. I mean, the Xfinity race is fine. I mean, better than Daytona. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. It was, it was better than Daytona. Um, All right. <laughs> even though Bell dominated the whole thing, I mean, that's that's literally... Yeah, I heard Tyler but, Reddick had, like, a good run at the end, but then... Yeah, so a lot of guys were having these runs and, like, having opportunities to pass, but, the, again, with, like, just like in Cup, like, their tires wore out so quickly yeah. that it was all about riding around the, the... That's the way to win at Atlanta. You ride around, hold on, and then for the last 10 laps, give it hell. Like, I mean, especially, like, on a track like Atlanta, you just gotta conserve. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't go crazy because your tires will, will betray you. Um... So yeah, expanded race was was okay. I mean, it'll mm-hmm. hopefully get better. Trucks, but, I think Kyle dominated the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I was gonna say. Um, I lost my train of thought when I was talking about Jimmy. Um, Jimmy mentioned that um the record is thirteen wins is either him or Adam, um in the expanded series, and they were actually debating whether or not Christopher Bell could actually catch that record and. I want to know from you, do you think that Christopher Bell could win more than 13 races this year? And certainly now that he has a win, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Especially with the fashion and the way he did it, I'd say it's 100% possible. Like, he had seven last year as a rookie? Yeah. Yeah, I believe he had That seven. was with, uh, I think there was a little bit more cup regulars. I think they restricted think, it a little bit for the Yeah, yeah restricted it more. This yeah, year. I, could, I could totally see it. Who, uh, who'd you say had the record? For what? Most wins in a season? Yeah. Probably Kyle Busch. 
Kabush, okay. It's probably Kyle. Like, if there's a record that in Xfinity that seems kind of ridiculous, probably Kyle. Probably Kyle, that's fair. Yeah, I'm no, I right I could see him getting there. I mean, he's just so... And, I mean, the Super looks really good, too. So that's one thing. Yeah. No, I could... I mean, he's he's just so good. He's... I, I thought he was ready. I thought going into Homestead, he was ready for Cup, and then he didn't really have a good Homestead race, and I was like, all right, I'm okay with him having another year. He's just going to be like, give me... this. The whole season is, is the Christopher Bell Revenge Tour. Give me a fucking ride. Yeah, it's his... How much can I get Toyota to pay me to keep me? Yeah, um... So real quick... You know, you know Tony Stewart would find room for him at Stewart Haas. Oh, yeah, no. Hey, Daniel Suarez. Literally. You know what you know would be cooler? If we won a championship with Christopher Bell right yeah. now. Yeah. God, I hate that Suarez is probably the guy that would end up. It, he would be. I mean... Unless he goes on a tear, especially recently, because he's got to sink contracts. And talk hey, he was him. the worst Stuart Haas driver this week, and he finished 10th. He's got to improve. He's got to do Yeah, because I don't, obviously, Tony's yeah, not canning. He finished 10th out there, man. Tony's not canning Harvick. He's no, great buddies with Boyer. No, he's going to keep, keep Almirola, because Almirola brings in the Smithfield money, and Almirola's going to definitely win some races out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, Boyer, it's about whether or not he's going to retire, I think. That's I, I agree. Yeah, we'll see. Um, real quick, uh, Kyle Busch has won ten races in an Xfinity series, not once, not twice, not even three times. He's done it four fucking times. He did in 08, 2010, 2013, and twenty sixteen. Uh, he Wait, he's done what? He's won ten exp- more, ten or more Xfinity races in a season. Oh my four god! Four fucking times. He, I mean. He won 13 races in 2010. Like, and it's crazy to think, like, in the middle of this, 2012 existed, where he had zero wins, nine top fives, and, like, 14 <laughs> top tens, and that's a bad season. Yeah. That was the one year that he was just doing KBM, like, without, like, extended Gibbs help. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so 13 is the record held by Bush, and then 12 is the second best held by Bush. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. Talk about trucks real quick. Kyle Busch won. Um, that was fun. That's about it. I, uh, did you I, see what Kyle Busch was saying about, uh, or saying to Todd Gillen? What was he saying? He was basically telling him to, like, step up. No, good. Todd has yeah. a lot of hype around him. Yeah. It's it's time. I mean, what Todd's only 19, though. Yeah, but, like, Harrison Burton, too. He He was, I think, on the final restart, Harrison Burton was second, and then... Slipped back, but like Todd Gillen was in ninth. On that I don't mind Kyle lighting a fire under these kids' asses. He sees the talent. Like he's like, Kyle was more like an upset father or disappointed dad. Like, hey, you guys are better. Than this. Like, prove it. Like, you guys have the best equipment. Like, I don't want to be losing to Thor Sport. I don't want to be losing to a GMS. Like, exactly. You know, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I mean, yeah. Again, Todd Gillen, eighteen or nineteen years old, so I go out there and light the world on fire, but. I mean, I would like to see him him compete for more wins. Um, so you're right. I, Kyle's just a disappointed dad. Yeah. Uh, and plus, you got drivers coming up through the ranks, especially with Toyota, that are just hungry for a truck ride. So. No, for sure. There's a lot of dirt guys I would love to see have opportunities. But yeah, I mean... Yeah. Where did, where did he finish, actually? I'm looking for the results right now. Oh, Kyle was running the 51 car this week. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, truck. Truck, yeah. Kyle finished second, Grant. Um, Wait. What? 
Johnny Sawyer finished second. Oh, I thought you said Todd, and I was like, hold up. Todd finished ninth. Okay, yeah, that's probably why he was upset. I mean, Harrison Burton ran, ended up in eighth. Yeah, but he was second on that final restart. I can actually see why he's upset, because if you look at the, the guys who finished ahead of him, I, I get Austin Hill is like probably going to do much better this year. Mm-hmm. Hill finishes seventh. Chastain in the 45 truck finishes sixth. Started 21st. I mean, that, that goes a lot about, like, Chastain being a great driver. He's so good. In shitty equipment. I mean, but, yeah. yeah. Ben Rhodes um, led the second most laps and Moffitt uh, fourth. I mean, good, good for Moffitt, at least. Yeah. Back. I mean, oh, my God. Guess who was in this race? Brennan Poole. Is he Is running full time in the 30? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Gustine, my yeah. boy, finishes 15th. Um... Okay. Anthony Alfredo, I remember seeing something about him on Reddit. Uh, he finished seventeen. I love that name, Anthony. Yeah, Alfredo. that's such a good name. I checked Alfredo yesterday. Wait, that was actually my Twitter handle for a couple of weeks. I was Anthony um, Anthony Fettuccini Alfredo. On that's amazing. For about a couple of weeks, and now there's actually a legitimate Anthony Alfredo. Um, Natalie Decker, disappointing twenty fourth. She spun out down. twice. Oh, was any of it her fault? Or yes, hundred percent. Oh my god. Lost it coming. She literally ended up on oh, her two spins in the same exact spot on the front stretch. Yeah, she did not impress. Disappointing. Jennifer Jo Cobb did better than her. Gosh. I cannot wait for Haley Deegan to get called up and actually like set the world on fire. I think she's going to be Yeah, I'm pumped. I mean, even a top 10 I think... would just go, would, would be like light years ahead. Um, Speaking of which, the uh, K&N East Series starts off on Thursday night. Where are they racing? Vegas. Their their opener is the Vegas Dirt Track. That's awesome, because that's basically a super speedway for them. They're going to be running like wide open most of that race, I feel like. At the Dirt Track? Oh, they're running the Dirt Track? I thought thought you meant like motor speedway. No, Dirt Track. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fine. Ooh, so it's going to be a dirt race with those guys. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can tune into that. If there's a stream, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I think they said all the uh, the KNN every like KNN East West, um, and I think even the late model, some late model thing. There's just on so much talent down there. Fans right? Choice TV, they're streaming them all for free this year. Beautiful. I'm gonna definitely yeah. watch that. I'm gonna be rooting for sure, Sam. Girls. So. Um, Joe Nemechek, poor guy. <laughs> I love that mm-hmm. Joe Nemechek still. Uh, I'm really happy that he's still out there. Um, and last shout out to Corey Roper. I remember uh, last week, if you were listening, um, he was the guy I thought that was Tony's son. Um, he has short track experience, and he actually finished 16th and then wrecked his car, finished on the lead lap. So he's not related to Tony. You said though? he's not related to Tony. No, his son. Um, what year was? What year did he pass? He, 2000? he was. Um, yeah, that was around that time when he had drivers dying. Because of like um, the impacts on the wall, yeah. and that's when they added the safer barrier. It wasn't just Earnhardt's death that caused the safer barrier, but it was definitely mm-hmm. the biggest impact. Obviously, you had yeah. Adam, Adam Petty, Kenny Irwin Jr., um, Tony Roper, uh, oh Blaze Alexander, and he was in like the now KNN series. Um, okay, yeah, I remember. I remember Blaze's because it was. Um, is Carrie Earnhardt got into him and Carrie flipped, and I thought Carrie was the one who was Blaze, but I didn't realize that Blaze hit the wall at like the angle that Earnhardt did, same angle that Roper did at that at 
Charlotte. Oh man. Um, and it was like coming into the um like the like you know how you're going to turn one through the trioval and like you have that last curve and he just went head on into it like Davy Allison did on the All Star race. Sheesh. When you look at that Davy Allison crash, honestly, I'm very surprised he didn't die. That was Yeah, that was like driver's side right into the wall too. Oh, it was awful. He he didn't go to victory lane, he went straight to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, I mean, God, rest, rest in peace. We'll have an episode one of these days where we talk about Davey, because I am one of those guys that says, like, Davey probably would have moved over to Hendrick, probably would have dominated, had five championships in the series. Wow. So much more. Yeah. I'm fully on board that Davey would have been like, one of the greatest of all time. I agree. Um, anyways, so that's Trucks. Um, all right, I want to do a um, power ranking of the well, you want to do that. I want to yeah. do something a little more fun. So we're going to have a little fun power ranking this week when we have um, Nolan back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to save it for him. but So we're going to just um, power rank the teams real quick um, as of right now. As of right now, I'm going to go. I'm going to let you give your first top three. Okay. So, oh, we're doing top three teams? Like... Well, we'll go top three and we'll go further down. Okay. Um. So, I mean, number one, I mean, just... I know they haven't won yet, but I'm going to go ahead and say Stuart Haas. They just, you know, they, they should have had more cars running at the end of the 500. Obviously, we don't know much more about, like, how they're going to run at um, the short tracks or, like, the two-mile ones, but just based off of their performance at Atlanta, based off the experience, I mean, I would not be surprised if Boyer, Amarola, and Harvick all have multiple here. I am still yeah. um, curious to see what Daniel Suarez can do. I mean, a top 10. Obviously, again, a lot of cars had trouble at the end, but Suarez held on. I'm curious. So, you know, I'm going to go Stuart Haas, number one. Do you want, me, you want me to do number two as well? Yeah, go two and three, and then I'll okay. share mine. Um, so, this one's tough because two, three, and four are very close, in my opinion. Um, uh, in my, though, I, I would have to go number three. Two is Gibbs. I know I said that um, I thought that Penske was better than Gibbs as at at the beginning of the season. I am very wrong about that. Gibbs is still Gibbs and, and still really good. Um, I mean, Truex almost won the race on yeah. a car that wasn't even dominant. Like he just kind of held on, and like the car got better. Yeah. Um, Kyle Busch is still Kyle Busch. You, you can never count Kyle out. Like he's he's gonna hurt himself. In like the fact that he like has penalties and all that stuff, but Kyle is still Kyle Busch. He's gonna win races. Denny obviously did twenty five hundred champion. Um, Eric Jones, I know he's your boy. He's your pick to win some races this year. I mean, Eric, uh, where did he finish in this race? He, he had a he had something happen to him. Oh, he finished seventh. Yeah. Let me go back and see this. He he and Kyle Busch were the only drivers. Who have had both uh, top tens in both races this season? You can't really count out Gibbs to be like right there at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Gibbs number two, and the number three I'm gonna go Penske. Although it's tough to say. I mean, yes, Keselowski won the race, but I mean, they made a lot of like they had a lot of mistakes this week that almost cost the entire team. I mean, Logano had two loose wheels. Um, Blaney's tire shredded. Blaney almost like was there again. Mm-hmm. Blaney's just gonna sneak in and be like, "Hey, I'm top five late in the race. I can win this." Um, but you know, 
can't count out Penske right now. I just can't. Good old All right. Time. All right. I'm going to go... That entire time, I had... Uh, well, well, you were speaking. I had Penske, Gibbs, Stuart Haas. That last thing you said with the whole loose wheel thing—that's that is a like, that's, an issue. It, it's bad enough gotta, it happened once, but it to happen twice on the same run is just—that's really, yeah. really bad on the pit crew, and that's a championship-winning pit crew. I know you can swap your pit crew and everything like with teams, but that's still the twenty-two team. That's still a team that is like supposed to be there at the end. Yeah, so just because of that, I'm going to go give a slight edge to Gibbs as number one still. Okay. And then two, Penske, and then three, Stuart Haas. Like, I know they just got three top tens, but mm-hmm. all the Penske cars had a chance to win that race at some point. No, you're right. They all led double-digit laps, but I, I just think Gibbs ahead of him just because, yeah, Truex, he, he was there. Kyle Busch, Eric Jones had top runs. Denny already mm-hmm. won a race this season, so that's why I just got to give it to him. That's fair. Yeah. Don't right, be I'm surprised, though, if Stuart Haas honestly dominates Las Vegas. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, man. That's, yeah, I could see. I could see that, like, too. If Penske wins a race, if Penske wins or, like, you have two of the three Penske guys outrun all of the Stuart Haas guys, I will put Penske above Stuart Haas. But right now, I am so on board. Like, this is the year for Stuart Haas to dominate. Yeah. No, I... uh I'm just going to jump right into number four through... I'll just go four through the rest, honestly. Okay. Uh, four, Chip Ganassi Racing. Larson <laughs> had probably the dominant car that race. And yeah. then Kurt Busch, third place finish. No, that was awesome to see Kurt Busch finish in third place. Yeah. That was really um, just... I was hoping that he'd get a good run at the end, but uh, he just kept fading even with the two leaders battling. Um... Kurt Busch looks so good. Chip Ganassi is also my number four. I mean, they're the best um, Chevy camp. Yeah, and um, I agree. It's and the then... experience, too. Like, Kurt Busch brings so much experience to that team. If only Larson didn't make that mistake, we'd be talking about Kyle Larson. Yeah, and this is a weird number five for me. And I think five through eight are all pretty close. But right now... I'm gonna get five to JTG. Okay, yeah, I, I knew it. I... Because I mean, Busher top ten after starting thirtieth, and then Priest was there, man. Like he, I know. Looks... It was, I think he was running fifth when he pitted, and then had that issue. I wouldn't be surprised if JTG is going to steal some top tens away. Like I don't think they're gonna set the world on fire and win any races, but I wouldn't be surprised if they. If they're there, and you just have to worry about, it. I mean, Chris Busher, solid run. Ryan Priest, solid run. That's how yeah. you get into the chase late season. That's something that Hendrick needs to learn. Like, if Bowman and Byron are not going to win any races, um, you know, you got to take the advantage where it comes of just not making mistakes. You know, Ryan Priest is still a rookie, and just just finishing there, being there at the end. So then. I would have. I don't to know if I agree with you though on the second best Chevy team. I mean, I don't know if I can agree on that. I, I I'm just saying that's what two two weeks in a row, the top finisher for JTG's <laughs> finished above the top finisher at Hendrick. No, you're right. I mean, 
it's just been tough for Hendrick again. I don't think they're getting used to it. Yeah, I still think Hendrick is six because obviously they have super speedway speed as they showed at Daytona. Okay, let me ask you something though. Is Wood Brothers to you? Because I mean, Paul Menard had like a good run going at one point, finished fourteenth, just kind of the Paul Menard finish that you get out of him. Is he considered Penske? Sorry, I know that. I know that it probably just sounded like I just farted really hard. I promise you that's my bed. I promise that's my bed. My bed frame is very old. They are um, getting very close to Penske cars, but I do not believe Paul, Madro- Paul Menard is a good enough driver to do anything with that equipment. That's okay. a personal No, he's not going to win a race, but I mean, he could. He, he finished 14th. That's still a top 15 finish. Yeah. And he's still... He outran all of the Hendrick cars, so... <laughs> that's true, yeah. I'll give him that. Um, yeah. But I think just because Hendrick is Hendrick, and like obviously they still have mm-hmm. a great reputation, I think I'd put them at six. I'd put seven. I'd give the edge to Roush just because. No. Would I? You can give it to Roush because Newman's finished 13th two weeks in a row. and uh... I'm trying to think Roush or Archer because <laughs> has a better run all day. Mm-hmm. But and you then, also have to account for the fact that his teammate is Austin Dillon. Exactly. Well, honestly, the whole thing, did you you see what happened with Austin Dillon? That his team brought yeah. like a super speedway car. Oh no. Because they thought they thought it was gonna be heavy drafting, so they just completely botched that. Yeah. So because of that, I think so I'll just give it count? the edge to um Roush in that yeah, situation. But I Sorry, think they called close. an offensive foul on Indiana with thirty left. This is actually a crazy game. I don't know why, though, they're like, because this is the third new crew chief that Dylan has had in the last three years. He had Slugger, Jason Alexander last year, and I, or not, but, um, and they have someone, he has someone different this year. Danny Stockman, I think. I believe it is Danny Stockman. And yeah. I just don't understand how you make that mistake. Like, yeah, I remember I reading the Reddit thread that that Richard is constantly in their ears while they're racing, which is another problem that they're having. Yeah. Um, I would probably be very annoyed, but, I mean, it's also his grandfather, so who cares? Um, can I please see who his crew chief is? Thank you. It is Danny Stockman. You are correct. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you want to have Childress um, above Roush or Roush above Childress. I mean, they're both... Two legendary teams that are both just going stagnant right now. I don't even know where to go with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's a. Uh, Who else is there? And then, yeah, I guess if I had to round up the top 10, I'd go uh, Wood Brothers and then LFR. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the other teams that are like here. I mean, LFR is doing better than. At um, front row, I mean, from, you don't expect much from front row. They're yeah. super speedway or bust. Yeah, um, I mean, David Reagan finished sixteenth. That's a good run for him, but Dowell finished thirty seventh. So yeah, and I keep forgetting Matt Tift is out there. I mean, they're a three they, car organization. They make enough that they're able to have three cars out there and they're able to support these guys. I mean, yeah, you know, I I appreciate that. At least. Um. I so yeah, I said CGR was four. I don't really know where to go after that because I can't put. I know the JTG has just looked strong so far, but I I would put them sixth and Hendrick fifth. Chevy Camp is just a mess right now, but 
I'll put four in a row and have um, uh, Childress there. And I'll honestly okay. go ahead and and put um, uh, Wood Brothers over Roush right now because if I had to pick a Ford, not Stuart Haas or Penske, to win a race, I might actually pick Paul Menard over Stenhouse right now because Stenhouse is just making more mistakes. Obviously, you know, I mean, Menard sent uh, De Benedetto into the wall, but I mean, Menard was having a better race. I feel like. Is it weird to say I'd pick the Wood Brothers team over Ash Fenway, but not the driver? No, I, I, it's fair because, I mean, yeah. you, when you get that much support from Penske, it's... Exactly. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, I don't know. The money from Paul Menard is coming in. can't deny that that's helping the Wood Brothers out, right? There are a lot yeah. more... I mean, obviously, when Ryan Blaney was there, they were better, but, you know, I mean, who are you going to get right now? Watch them be the one who gets Christopher Bell next year. Oh. Christopher Bell, the Wood Brothers, brings wins five races next year. In a that would be greatness. I, I can't even see that happening. With how weird that is. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to see that 21 car victory lane, but uh, <laughs> not. It's yeah. definitely wouldn't be. Um, all right. Any uh, any closing thoughts? Any Anything with uh, 10 to go here? Um. Hmm. Anything from the weekend? Any comments? I'm looking Reddit right now. There's really that was going on. Um, yeah, Radioactive really... is, is classic. Meltdowns. Truex is upset. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Just I guess closing thoughts. There is one thing. Back to, to this Truex. Is dumb, yeah. This is a dumb rumor. Keselowski says if I owned a Cup team tomorrow, I'd hire Kyle Larson. Yeah, and I saw that. Fuck wouldn't. Yeah, I would. <laughs> if you're not hiring, if you're starting up a team and you have unlimited resources and the contracts didn't exist, if you're not hiring Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson, I honestly don't know what you're doing. Dude, I cannot wait for the day that, like, you know, we have new owners of the team. Like, we have KBM versus BKR. Yeah, I'm not oh, talking about God. BK Racing. I'm talking about Brad Keselowski. Yeah. Okay, please, come on, Wisconsin. Hit a three. <sighs> There's 49 seconds of the game. The game is tied. Um, what is this? Okay, so there's a J-Ski update. The site will not be updated for a while. Um, they hope to restart it by April 2019. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Indiana's got cool. all that. I hate basketball. Okay. Um, really nothing else going on. Motley Crue was named Grand Marshals. The I love Motley race. Crew, so that's pretty sweet. I like that they've been getting a lot of these 80, 80s guys yeah. and stuff. I mean, I saw um, Sammy Hagar at Charlotte. I was front row to that. That was, a, oh, that's sweet. That was, that was really fun. That was just a free concert we had. Um, nothing else really going on. Yeah, really not much. It was... Stenhouse is pretty much... Um, yeah, I think we basically covered everything. It was a good weekend. Oh, uh, hold on. What the hell is this? Um, Larson calls out HMS for implied cheating. I actually haven't seen it. Yeah, you can, you can read in, into that. There's I'll, a lot I'll there. I'll get back to that. If, yeah. like, it's just, that's, that's wild. He like just posted a thing on Twitter about it, too. That's so funny. Like If they're cheating, they're not even good at it. Cause, like, exactly. They got, they're yeah. being beat out by JTG right now. <laughs> no, no. Basically, he just said he apologizes for what he said because he was like, Meaning it 
jokingly and shouldn't have. Oh, fought. okay. Clearly, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, here's the thing. He told it to Rick Allen, and Rick Allen uh, doesn't understand anything. Oh, it's Rick's fault. Oh my God! Blame Rick. He's... All right. Well, until uh, Friday, I've been Anthony, and I've been Kevin. We'll see you next week or next episode. Thanks for listening, y'all. She warned me she'd leave and she left me